You can't live at all unless you can live fully now. Welcome back <laughs> uh, to the Fully Living Podcast. This is episode... Do you have the intro? I didn't put the... You, you, this, you, I'm supposed to do all this shit in post, man. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you think... Sorry. Sorry, Zebo. I'm sorry, Asuman. Okay. Oblige. Um, so, yeah, we uh, we have a jam-packed room. We have an uh, audience, I guess. <laughs> jam-packed room. Jam-packed room. Um, but, yeah, well, I'm just going to go ahead and introduce the characters. Uh, we have our first guest, uh, new to the country. Um, not new to the country, but his name is uh, Awad. Yeah, how you doing? Awad, straight out of Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also have Kobe. You're in all the vibes. Uh, I'm back in the house. In the what? In the building. Yeah, G6 back. No, that's me. That's his thing. That's that's, yeah, that's, that's me. Catchphrase. Um, we we also so have. Uh, good. We I also have Ozzy. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. You already know I was talking before you even introduced me because I'm just that nice. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, we have Somali. <clears throat> <laughs> and uh, last but not least, maybe the last time he's on for the year. Hi guys. Said. Hey man, it's popping. Wow. <clears throat> how do you, how do you feel leaving? Leaving us? Where am I going? Uh, I don't know. You tell me. I don't know, man. I'll be, I don't know. <laughs> All right, we're just not gonna share that information. I don't want to leave anymore, man. I'm sorry, man. Uh, but yeah, we are back. <laughs> Um, we do have somebody suggested a topic. It's a really interesting topic, in my opinion. So I decided to uh, talk about it. And the topic is: <clears throat> Do you think TVs slash movies define our collective re- reality? How we view races? If there was, if there wasn't any news stations like CP24, um, BBC, do you think the world would be different? And how different races slash religions would treat each other if they encountered each other for the first? Um, but yeah, so great suggestion. First pretty, of all, very yeah. great. Someone named Lovely Dash. I don't know who that there is. There is like three questions. Three questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll start with the first one. Um, do you guys think that TV and movies shape our, yeah, our, yeah. shape our collective reality? So I'll let our guest uh, answer the question first. Of course, I always think it does because propaganda has been like. It's been it's been going off a long time, even through the first world war, second world war. Think about the the movie that Americans made, Birth Birth of a Nation. Yeah. How did they portray, portray black people? That stuck around for a long time, even through like Jim Crow, and then uh, how the second world war, how they portrayed the Jewish people, like stingy and the picture with the noses and everything. That through, stuck through a long time because me and you actually talked about that before. Like mm. history is something we agree upon yeah with that Napoleon story Napoleon like story. yeah because everybody's heard about it everybody's seen the picture of Napoleon with the horse right mm. he's on a white horse but think about like he actually was meant to climb the Alps the Austrian Alps with the horse impossible that dude was on a donkey for real like, but he didn't want that picture out so for me totally I actually agree with that and same thing goes like with how people are portrayed right now, like in media, like black people, for real. Like you're either a talented athlete, singer, or producer, or whatever you can or be. Or gangster. Yeah, that, that's the other image, you're a gangster. 
But like, and then like people buy into that. Like you, you build your persona around that because you can basically relate to them. I mean, even you don't have to look outside. Like even if you look at how we're portrayed as Muslims, yeah. you know, in the media, it's like we know the reality of our situation. We know what Islam and what Muslims are, but yet we look at the propaganda machine that is TV and internet and pretty much media, and we see that for other people, you know, on the outside looking in, that. All that they know of us as Muslims is what they see on TV. Uh, and me, me and this guy were, were talking about it earlier. When I was when I was younger, I used to think that um, like TV, or not TV, sorry, but like history was like uh, uh, like something that was in a history book is like a hundred percent like set in stone fact like yeah. there's no doubt about it yeah but realistically history like as we we're saying is somebody's somebody's portrayal of, of of like events that happen right and usually even if you're in the hood somebody's telling you a story they're always gonna put it on <laughs> they're, they're gonna be the antagonist <laughs> in the story and you know what i'm saying they're always gonna make themselves look good and in the grand scheme of history for some reason europeans uh you know what i'm saying always 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 look good so me personally, I, I don't feel like um, movies um, define our collective uh, reality. I feel like it, it represents it. You think so? Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I mean, I mean like a person can think of a reality that exists and, you know, make a film to represent what's going on. But I feel like it doesn't define it. I, feel, I don't feel like it defines um, our reality, if that makes sense. To be honest, I think people subconsciously take things from movies, how they act, how they walk, how they talk. Um, like uh, the example of a, of a, of a, a drive-by. Who's the first person to do a drive-by shooting? I don't know. Like, I don't know who the first person was, but okay. um, somebody ended got some up... Some type of... Got some inspiration. Some inspiration, yeah. And they, they're like, yeah, I'm going to try it. It might work. So I, I don't know. It, it, it portrayed that person reality. What if some guy did, did a bid for doing a drive-by shooting? Because yeah. he saw it in like Boys in the Hood or something. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like it's, it's the other way around. I feel like it's the other way around. I don't know. I guess this is how I see it. I personally just see it like there's reality that exists in our world. And then um, that reality is taken and it's you know, represented in a film. I guess some people may think that things are originated in the film and people kind of get inspiration or get influenced by that. I know for a fact that people definitely get influenced by things like music. Mm -hmm. um, but like in terms of like films, I don't know. I don't know, to be honest. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I think Easy wants to say something. Okay, so whenever we see a movie, right? That, if that movie is not realistic, if that movie is something that's completely outside of what's in our realm of reality, it, it, it doesn't do anything, it doesn't sell. But when a movie is, is it accurately portrays reality, but it has some, some changes, right? Some things that are exaggerated here and there, right? Over a, over a long period of time, those exaggerations become standard. And when those exaggerations become standard, it becomes adopted. Then that's how it doesn't. It's not this one movie is gonna change society. It's this collective. Not even just movies. Movies, TV, news, all kinds of media that, that's all content that's consumed, right? It's when they become a, there's a, a certain standard for it. Over time, it'll change how people see the world. To be honest, that's why I don't really watch like news anymore. A because I've, I've, I've it's like. I don't know, it's all the same. Like, I don't watch CNN. Yeah, it's, it's all biased. But then the news that I think is quote-unquote good is also biased. So it's like, 
I just say F all of them, you know? I don't know. I, I, I'll take fact, like, I'll take an event, an incident happening as news, but, like, an opinion of, like, a, somebody that's quote-unquote, like, a decorated or, I don't know, like, a journalist. a journalist. Like, journalist is just a regular guy. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But I think, like, sentiments, like, in the in the community we live in, like the world or the, the country we live in, people, movie and industry takes that and, and puts it on a bigger scale, right? So obviously there's like a lot of problems between black people and white people in America. So then you start getting Get Out. You get like Black Panther, you know? Like they got traction because of the fact that there's problems in society, people can identify with it, mm-hmm. right? So then it, it gives it a voice, right? But then there's also other like, uh, there's also uh, industry and, and, and entertainment sort of like molding the way that we feel about things, you know? And it, like there's a, there's a place in between, I think. Like there's a place where both those things meet in between. You see what I'm saying? So you got one side of the thing where it's like industry is molding the way we think. Then there's, the, then there's industry taking ideas from us and then put, making movies. So we sort of like really made, and it, it gave them the, the ammunition for where they're bringing all their material. You see what I'm saying? So, Sorry, even the way we separate the industry from the people, as if the people are not the industry. You know, because it's, the industry is represent, it's, it's made up by a group of people. A group of people who also, when they leave that, they go back to the reality. Yeah. But I don't know. I think that's why like celebrities are so being a celebrity or a famous person is not like a natural natural human like thing. No. You can't go out in public. Like somebody was saying out they were with a, a celebrity and every 10 seconds somebody was coming to them and asking them for a picture, for yeah. an autograph, for like an intimate moment with the character. Person. So but how 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 do you have natural human interaction? Yeah. She'll make you go crazy. Yeah. But um, back to the question, there's, uh, I feel like there's a separation in terms of like defining reality. There's explaining what reality is, and then there's um, deciding what reality is. And that, those kind of like, are like break off in terms of like what defining is. For me, that's why I was coming from the aspect of, I don't, I don't think it defines meaning it decides what reality is. I feel like it explains it. You see what I'm trying to say? Like, that, that was the point that I was trying to make. Um, I feel like Kobe's going to book on me right now. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm I was ready. Gonna, I was going to say something. So, the whole, if it defines reality or like if it explains it, I think what the media mo- most of the time does is tells you what like tells you what reality is and basically tells you what they want. Because there's places, there's, places, there's places like China where they can completely control their TV, completely control what people see. Like North Korea, they completely control what people see. They can't see anything. They can't see anything outside of that. They don't even know what's real outside of their own place. You know what I mean? Right now, do we even know, like, for real, what's going on in like a place like um, what's that, what's that island, uh, Papua Guinea? Papua New Guinea. Papua New Guinea. Yeah. Do we even know what's going on there? We have no idea. We don't have no idea what the reality is there. But we have idea. Obviously, on TV is when they show us the natives there. And we don't even really know what's really going on there. And I and I think that's just like media controlling what we want, what they want us to see, and what they don't want us to see. If you if you want to look at an accurate perception of how much power the, or how much influence the media has, look at Libya. The world was convinced that you know that there was enough for the the world to go to war, or, or even America, how they how they invaded uh, Iraq. 
and they said there was weapons of mass destruction and they convinced the population that this was what was going on and that because of this we must now go and invade we must we must do something about this so that reality of the reality of what's happening in Iraq today is an as a direct result of the the, the media machine mm. i think like basically you have to create an enemy to keep your like population like in in check i think mm. it, it, it's it's a requirement basically you gotta have the others that you look down upon and like try to correct because it's, it's happened like throughout history it happened with the spanish and the native americans it happened with the europeans and the africans they had the others where they subjugated them and that made them feel like powerful they made, made them feel like a they made made them feel like they were control of uh, another yeah. civilization that were basically subhuman. So right. you create the you create the enemy to st- st- stabilize and make your population feel stronger. Basically, that's so. basically what Trump Trump is doing with uh, immigrants and with people coming from other countries, Mexicans, Hispanic people, whatnot. But it's yeah. obvious. But like, isn't that the whole idea of like uh, cowboys and Indians? Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And Robert's the same thing. Like, there mm-hmm. has to be a bad guy. Mm-hmm. The whole American narrative is uh, us versus them. Us versus them. Mm-hmm. America versus the world. Mm-hmm. And we like, you what know, the white superhero. The, what, yeah, the white superhero. Like, um, we were th- you, you like when when we're kids, where you're watching uh, Superman and Batman and all these people, and they're just like. They're white guys, and you're again. You're subconsciously thinking that the the white man is supposed to save uh, save everything, which is like the the crazy the craziest shit to me. Uh, but yeah, we'll move on. Do you guys have any more about this uh, this first question? Uh, so the second question is, um, do you think? I guess we kind of answered it, but do you think uh, it changes how we view races? And I, I, was, I asked him this question, but he actually like I, I was asking people like. Do you know anybody from like uh, Cape Verde? Cape Verde. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's it's a country. Um, it's like an island in Africa. Mm. And 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 if if I told G six that um, Cape Verdean people are uh, thieves, that's that's uh, that's what you know. That's all you know about Cape Verdean people. And the next person that has a conversation with you, you're just gonna say, "Oh, I heard, you know, I heard uh, that Cape Verdean people are thieves." You know? Yeah, if I was like that, then yeah, I would say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. But that's all. That's all you're gonna know. Yeah, yeah. And and realistically, like, like if you look into history, um, people, uh, people like the the way that um, like news and, and stuff was spread. Changed like so rapidly. It took like uh, how many years for the printing press to be invented, mm-hmm. and then after that uh, was it radio or is it radio? No, I'm not sure. Yeah, radio. radio, then TV, yeah. but then the gaps became like less and less. It went from TV to what the internet, and then from like MSN or whatever to Facebook. instant instant mess. No, instant messaging, live, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But the gaps. Two G to three G. Yeah, but the gaps to. The, the, from no, you know the the time the time period between um, not having any technology to having so much technology in our disposal mm-hmm. is so like uh, short so short like Quick. you guys remember 2008 if if you told if you told me in 2008 that my phone could scan my face I'd be like Yo, get the f out of here and I was like I was like, <laughs> was like 11 years ago you know what I mean? that that's so nuts so um but, so the question so is I, I, yeah there's one thing that I, I remember like. 
I, I've said a while back, and I kind of got some heat for it, and that I said the news is just professional gossip. Mm. And anybody who wants to be a journalist is just going to be a professional gossiper. Because no, that's, that's, in reality, that's what it is. Somebody's telling you something, hey, this is the event that's happened. And of course, I'm not saying all news is all bad, right? Because there's some information that, that, you, need to, that you need to take and that you need to know. I think the real question is who gave you the heat, bro? Don't watch that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, if that's, if that's the case and if that's what the reality of, 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 of news is, right? Then sh- how, do we, how do we approach that? Like, how do we approach, so, like, you get a notification from CP24, this and this happened in the city of Toronto. Do you take, do you take that, you know, do you take their word for it? And we can, we have, you know, firsthand, some that similar situation, I don't want to get too, yeah. For example, like that one thing that came up on CP24, about an individual that was, that had a, a Canada-wide warrant for his arrest for a murder that we all know he didn't do. Right, but then it was on the news, the space was put out there, and it was a reality for everybody else who was outside of the situation. I mean, like, yo, we learned about it in school. I don't know if people pay attention in, like, was it grade 12 history or whatever? The French Revolution, you know what I'm saying? They talked about this. I'm not trying to make this a history class, but you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people died because the media basically said, yo, this person's a, a witch. Yo, this person's this, this person's that. The media has power, bro. Like, it actually does. Mm-hmm. Did you actually not know about that, Rex? No. I mean, yo, we could talk about it after the pod. You know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we, uh, yo, bro, it's, it's going to be a nice little, like, chat, you know? No, but for real, though, like, it's, it's, it's the media does have power, you know? But at the end of the day, it's like, if, if you have, if you feel like the media is not doing justice to whatever image that you identify with, you know what I'm saying? Then it's your due diligence. You have to go out of your way to be involved at that same level. So... I'm not gonna lie to you, like, I don't really feel like I'm a person who has the type of voice to be, like, in the media like that. But, like, for example, when people are out there talking about Islamophobia and they happen to be Muslim, like, they're doing a good job because they need, we need people like that, you know what I'm saying? You need people who are on the same level as these other individuals and speaking about what actually is reality for a lot of Muslims in, in the world. And similarly, the, uh, you know, one thing I'll rate about LGBT is they're doing the same thing. That's the reason why they have such a big platform now is because there's people doing that same, that pushing it on that level, right? So, you know what I mean? Like, go ahead. At the same time, right? One thing that the LGBT community has is that they have people in already in all of these spaces. Right? So it's not like they have to get into these spaces and then build the rapport and then get to like they don't have as much of as much barriers as as, yeah. as, as we would. And, and you kinda see it now just with uh if we're talking about politics. Like even with uh Ilhan Omar and uh, uh like the three I don't know what they call them. Yeah, but yo, the thing is, is that like those people, like we were talking about it in the pod like two weeks back, you know, that these people, they, they feel so compelled to speak about what they're on about. Then why do we not feel just as strongly to speak about what we're about? Like mm-hmm. they're not doing anything wrong, so we shouldn't feel like we're doing anything wrong, you know? So it's not like they just said, okay, you know, I'm white and I have privilege and now I happen to be part of the LGBT community, so I'm going to speak. No, man, they, they literally knocked down the door and they said, yo, we're here to stay and we're talking about what we're talking about. Why can't Muslims do the same thing? Like we need people who are doing that. It's, it's nice for people to go to Medina and to study and stuff. Are they going to be the ones that are be giving the mic over here in the media? Absolutely no, not, bro. No, Absolutely. Absolutely not. Well, so you, you kind of have to have knowledgeable people, and, and, and me and uh, 
me and Thing were talking about this. Shots fired, Saeed. <laughs> you know, yeah. but no, but like, let's say for example, sorry to cut you off, but if, if Saeed, for example, people like him who have studied, if they have the brain to kind of get the mic and, and be like social media savvy and be like trained basically to, to kind of be a spokesperson, it would do, it would, we, we don't have somebody like that right now. It would do such a good service, you know what I'm saying? To be a bridge, like a liaison between like the non-Muslim community and the Muslim community. We, we, we Absolutely. were talking about this earlier today saying, yeah. Uh, oh, like, yeah, it's like Islam needs a like a marketing team, you yeah? know. Yeah. Imagine if we had uh, Islamic or Muslim press. Yeah. Mm. Imagine, and this exists in like Europe, like places like London and stuff like that, and Birmingham. They have Muslim presses for real. That that issue official statements for when things happen, like to to kind of clear up the air in terms of uh, how it should be uh, understood, that type of whatever event that happened, you know. I feel like, I mean, we're a little bit behind, I guess, for us um, Canadian Muslims, but I feel like that would help a lot. That would help a lot, especially because not everybody, like how, um, as you mentioned, is like equipped with the right vernacular, as you like saying, or vocabulary, or uh, the right um, type of speech or skills to deal with press. If you were to have a Muslim press, then it, like, it really relieves you of a lot of those type of difficulties and burdens, right? Yeah. Of, um, Putting out the message in a clear way without it being misconstrued or anything. And I think the um, the, the sister that passed away in Somalia was was oh, yeah. 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 She was a big she was, member she of our community. Yeah. She was <laughs> she was she was she was trying to do yeah. something like that yeah. too, you know. But yeah, <laughs> I feel like that, that was maybe more in, in terms of like um, more in like how people view like Somali Muslims mm-hmm. specifically. And she really wanted to focus on that and. Uh, even Somali and how people view Somalia and uh, the fact that there is peace there and there is happiness and it's not always how um, you know people make it seem. And she's someone who did it like from the ground up. Yeah. You know, so it's not like there's. And actually, let me t- let me go back and actually take back what I said about journalists. Journalists, right? Like that. Yeah, you know, you, gotta, you live and you learn. <laughs> yeah. I want to know who got at you, man. This is no, this is actually like it was, it was yeah. on Twitter. Okay. But anyways, yeah. So um, that's very interesting. Like, like what, like what in their argument made you understand? Like, okay, like let me look at it what? a different way. Like right. right now? Yeah, like in terms of no, because I, I okay, so, you think, so basically, you come to think about no, it. No, because like, yeah, and I was thinking about it. So what, you, what you guys are talking about? How we need people in those positions to do that? Yeah. To be the spokespeople yeah. for that, you know? Yeah. And. You know, that's something that somebody who's in journalism or who understands journalism would be able to do, or even somebody who has the ability to help, mm-hmm. right? Because I, when I was looking at journalism, I was looking at it, you know, tunnel vision. I was looking at one aspect only yeah. of, you know, that news anchor sitting in front of the camera mm. or, you know, something like that. Mm. But I, I see now that's much more than that. Yeah. You know, so I take that back. Learning and unlearning things every day, man. Come on, that's, really that's what we're here for. But yeah, so it's like we, you know, for, for her, she was somebody who did it from the ground up, who started like literally like she was starting in the communities, talking to people, interviewing people, and then from there like started integration TV, and then from there she kept going up and up, mm-hmm. right? So it's not like with that we see that it's not impossible, like it's really not impossible, especially if you have people who have knowledge and then we can get the funding. 
think there are no more great leaders for real, but like from, from minority from a minority perspective, because everybody wants to be basically peacock. If you think about it, like everybody likes to be comfortable, to be flashy. Even 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 uh, activists, they want to gain something from the activism, like for real, like they want to gain a high high status. It's something to be gained. If you think about all the, I can mention two leaders like uh, Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. They basically died broke. Mal Martin Luther King was basically, he was he was he, he was treated and seen as a uh, criminal back in the day. But he yeah. yeah arrested because he was an activist a lot of times actually. And Malcolm X didn't even own his house. He didn't own his car. He didn't own he actually didn't own anything. But like nobody's willing to do that sacrifice. I'm not even willing to do that sacrifice, <laughs> but I want other people to do it for me. So yeah. I, I'm kind of a hypocrite myself. So it's actually a very interesting take. Yeah. Like if you think about it now, like any uh, like leaders or members of community that exist, like if they're doing the right thing, is there some type of hidden agenda involved? Person, like, yeah, what's, like, like if you ask the question, like what's in it for them to do this? Are they doing it because it's the greater good or is what's needed, or is it because like okay, like there's some type of like. Uh, agenda that I have to push, or uh, I'm gonna get A, B, C out of it. So okay, let me do the right thing. Boom. You know what I mean? You don't have to like. See, you, you, don't, you don't have to look for what they're gaining. You look at it just whether what they're willing to sacrifice. What happens when it gets difficult? What happens when you know money's just like running low? Right. The the people who are really like sincere about what they're doing and and their aims and their objectives, they will push past those struggles. Right, they'll push past not having money. They'll push. They'll push past like all the things that they have to give up and sacrifice in order to get to where they're going, or in order to help the people around them. And we see, like, there are there are people that we know, like you know, Shabuhari, for example. Mm -hmm. Right, we, like, these these are examples of people that we know, and the people that the people who do do this, oftentimes they're people that nobody knows. Right, they're not people who are famous. They're not people who have status. Like social status, like that, you know. The thing is, when they get that social status, when they get that position, they they basically become vilified, don't they? Like, yeah, exactly. Like exactly. leaders of minorities always get vilified, and they're always seen as the like the bad guy. Always. Ali Hindi. Oh, legend. Like this this guy, legend. mashallah. Like he was the Imam of a Masjid in Toronto, Salahuddin, and. He spoke out against um, the LGBT community and transgenders, and like he would do this regularly, yeah. to the point where like they made a documentary about him, about like all this stuff. Like this guy, he's anti this, anti that. He's like pro terrorism. They were like smearing his name. Mm -mm. They found some baby mamas too, right? They so, found everything. Like, <laughs> but the thing is, the thing is, this guy, he's not somebody who's he's smart. Yeah. And then not only is he smart, he has money, right? So there was one time he 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 he, he made a khutbah. And he said, you know, that there was there was an article that was posted that said something along the lines of, oh, they I think he got funding from Qatar or UAE or something like that in like sixty uh, like sixty thousand or hundred thousand dollars something like that. And they made an article about it. So that the next week, he stood up in the member, he was, doing, he was giving the khutbah, and he said, for that journalist who's sitting right now in the in the in the audience, I know you're here and I know you're recording. So if you're upset about the hundred thousand that we got last year, wait till we get wait till you see what we got this year. <laughs> you know, like he was one of those people that he would stand up like it doesn't matter who's doubling down. Yeah, he's gonna double down on it, you know? And those are the kind of leaders that we need. Yeah, there's also one um the one media encounter that I personally uh, witnessed um online that had to do with him is um 
basically there's a person that kind of went into his office I don't know if you guys seen it and they were they had that hidden camera on them and uh, the person wanted to practice polygamy so he's like, um, yeah, so like, I want to get, he's like, whispering, like, I want to get married to like a second wife, but you know, like my first wife's at home. And the chef's like, okay, like, do you have your, your marriage certificate? The guy's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, okay, give it to me. So anyways, like he finishes, just paraphrasing the story, he finishes. And then the media storms in like a week later or something like that. Be like, and they're like, is this true? Oh, we got you. Like, what do you have to say? And he's like, so what? You know, he looks <laughs> at it in her eye, like, sue me. If it's a problem, sue me. Like, it doesn't go to court, sue me. And she's sitting there puzzled, like, did this guy really say this? Like, as if they, they, Im- they imagined there's only one reaction to, like, red-handed, face red, like, oh, my God, I'm done. You know, and uh, they just happened to check the right guy. Like, you know what I mean? In terms of, like, just test him. And he was the guy, like, those are the type of people that you want in your community that know their rights and they, you know, they're not afraid to... Um, to yeah, to back down, uh, to uh, not not yeah, not afraid to back down or to show, you know, their religion. Yeah, sorry, not afraid to step up. Yeah, and they're yeah, you know. When you firmly yeah, believe, completely cut off my train of thought. Right now. Thanks, yeah. Know. When you firmly believe in anything, I mean, you won't waver. Just as you know, what I mean, those activists uh, yeah. put everything on the line, like yeah. their family and everything. Yeah. That's what they do. So. Go hard. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I have one more thing I was gonna say. Um, Martin Luther King Jr., mm. his entire, I guess, activism or what he was doing, he was funded literally by individual families, individual households. They were the ones that were literally funding what he was doing because they believed in him, he was their leader, and he had their support. And I feel like another thing that's hindering us is that when somebody wants to do something and somebody wants to step up and help, you know. Each and every single individual wants to have their input, and they want it. They want to have it done their way. So a lot of times, even if even if we do have the right person, they don't have the support that they need. That's that's another thing that's hindering us. Yeah, I want to I want to say a side note to to what Asamani just said. Uh, many people don't even actually know this, but the shot that people think killed him uh, actually didn't kill him. When he was in the hospital bed, um, a nurse took a pillow and smothered his face, and he actually died of. Of uh, obviously suffocation. suffocation? Yeah. It's on, uh, it's on really? Martin Luther King. Yeah. Yeah, but he got there by getting shot, though. Yeah, he got there by getting shot, but obviously, like, yeah, brother, was, he didn't die. Conspiracy or this is uh, brother, 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 brother. You know, like, all right, all right, all right. Uh, it's conspiracy to you. It's conspiracy to you. It's conspiracy to you. Ask Jeeves. Jeeves. You guys remember Ask Jeeves? <laughs> yeah, but no, this is no. Right. This, is exactly, this is exactly what we're talking about. Told them. Right? How propaganda becomes fact. Right, from you know, as as far as you know, this is fact, right? But you got this from somewhere, right? And this and this is the, this is, this is exactly what we're talking about right now. We all got our information from somewhere. So at the end of the day, but no, I that's think, what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying, though. I, like I all think, this came I, from yeah. somewhere. Content that you can brother, where wherever, you get yours from, though. Wherever you like, wherever the majority of people get the information from, as long as it's like most likely correct or no, close to being correct. No way for you to know this. Literally, how, how, no way. There's no way you know that's for sure. Brother, this isn't is 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 huh? NBA trades, okay, by okay, the way. Okay, listen, listen, listen. This is not most NBA listen. trades, but most this is real life, but listen, this is history Most information about. that we get, most information that we get is not 100% accurate, correct? So either me or you could be could be right. Either or. So what I'm trying to tell you, I know, I'm saying, I'm saying it's, not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not baseless. Actually, you, you, have, you have no real argument. Absolutely. You're talking, no, you're, talking about, you're talking about a private manor where it was just a nurse and then Martin Luther King and then oh, some kid. 
So like, you, so, that, so I could I could have stumbled upon a source that I can't name right now, and easily be correct. But obviously I I can't bring it up right now, because I, I don't know it off the top of my head. <laughs> All right, but but bro, bro, one sec, one sec. I have a question yeah, for you. I have yeah, a question yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever, wait, 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 have a question. I have a question. Have you guys ever pulled up like okay? Have you ever like read a hadith or uh, read a Quranic ayah and then after I memorized it or just had a like you know what I mean good good idea of it and then after that you couldn't go back to the ayah on the spot when you're talking to somebody because you didn't have that uh, ayah on you? Don't even try to make the brother. No, brother, that's true though. You don't, you don't have it on your head. Okay, but you're you're talking about hearsay. You're talking about hearsay. He said, she said. Jesus, review your sources and we'll be back next week. The difference is there's a fact that he got shot. There's no fact that he got suffocated. Okay, and I have another like kind of sad point the media side note the media is never going to be any one races or any one religions friend in terms of like what they display however now whoever owns the media is going to have that opportunity so whoever it is doesn't matter what their races doesn't matter what their religion is it's just those people are going to be able to put out their message and tell us what we need to hear so there's always gate gatekeeping there's always I, I think it's kind of interesting though when you guys are talking about Malcolm X and uh, Martin Luther King both of them got shot, you know? They did, that's how they died, you know? So it's like, we know that Malcolm X, you know, may Allah mercy on him, he was, he was more rough with his, with his speech and the way he went about his message, right? Mm -hmm. Martin Luther King was more softer, right? So you're sort of left thinking like, okay, so what's, what's, what's the right way to go then, you know? Like really, honestly and truly, like that's what I take from both those ideas because they were both around the same time. They met each other, actually. So I think that was kind of interesting. One of my professors actually brought that point up. So I, I think it's kind of interesting if you guys want to talk about that. Like, yeah, no problem. Go for it, brother. No, nah, go ahead. I'm like, I'm dealing. No, no, I was oh, going to oh, say, oh. like, what's, what's your proof that they met? No, it's, it's, no, it's, no, they, no, they the had conspiracy. Okay, okay, Dr. okay. Dr. Sebi okay. over here. This guy's just fat. He's fat checking now. I feel like this is all part of G6 plan to promote CMOS and stuff like that from Dr. Sebi. They didn't actually meet each other. They did. Obviously, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Okay, please be very serious because we're trying to be like, have a serious I, I cannot yeah, yeah. The, the, the idea that there appreciate is that. a right way to go there is no right way to go about it in certain terms of like getting them to accept because there's no way that anything that we are standing up for anything that we want will ever be accepted never right so if you're trying to if you're trying to have your message accepted or even the way you stand up and promote your message accepted you're gonna just die trying. There's no way it's gonna be accepted. I don't think the the point is not to be accepted. The point is to be the freest you can be. And I think Malcolm X was more freer than uh, Martin Luther King because he was first first and foremost he was self-educated. He 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 taught himself to read and like to read. The, he he reread the dictionary over and over again in prison. The reason he only he had glasses is because he used to read in the dark in prison. So he went into prison and came out of prison educated. So I think he was more free, he was more braver. So the point is not to be accepted, the point is to be the person you're meant to be. That you're supposed to be the freest person you be, and you can say what you believe in and stand for what you believe in, even if you get shot. And he didn't have any bodyguards, he didn't care if he got killed or not. That's the kind of person you need, right? And it's usually those people who have those personalities that do become leaders, right? Because if in order to be a leader you have to be to a certain degree above any pressure like above any social pressures right so for him he was able to stand up and say you know what this is we're we're fighting for our lives here it doesn't matter how you like it, it doesn't matter if it doesn't matter what you think about it this is the reality you know and then with martin luther king he stood up and said you know we need you guys to hear this we need you guys to understand that this is what we're fighting for 
either way. But Martin Luther King curbed his uh, his message. He had to curb it because that's the only way he was mm-hmm. accepted. Mm-hmm. And uh, Malcolm X forced you to accept his beliefs. That's the thing. He he didn't have to curb it. He didn't have to be soft around the edges. He was he was he was a he, he was a rough diamond, but he didn't want he didn't want you to polish him. That's a, that was the thing, and I thought that was actually the better the, the, the better part the, the better person that you should aim to be. Even if like he he's not widely accepted, but at least the the people that accepted no, knew that that's who he was. Like you got hundred percent of him every time, at least. I think. Yeah, I think at their core, like I think you're right. Malcolm X was probably the better route, but I only say that because he was Muslim and his aim was different than Martin Luther King's, right? Like on a fundamental mm. level. But I'm just talking about their like their both of the ways that they decided to yeah their methods, you know. Yeah. They're like it's honestly there's like there's papers done on this kind of stuff literally yeah. talking about like the way Malcolm X dealt with the the people and the way Martin Luther King and why one is now revered, right? There's a whole Martin Luther King day. Do we have a Malcolm X day? No. Why? It was because Malcolm X was a, he was a contrarian. Like he was he, the way he was such a, a a pain in the side of white America that they didn't want to celebrate him. But they have no choice because of the fact that he was really really right and he was well educated, like you said. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, like Martin Luther King, he definitely did something right because he's revered today. People talk about what he used to do today, right now. So th- there's definitely a place in between. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I think that like I'm like as a person for myself, like what I take from both of them is like. There's a time and place for everything. You yeah. get me? You know what I mean? And I think that, like, in a day and age today, where we're struggling with a lot of the same struggles they felt, like in terms of oppression and 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 being behind the ball in certain things. Yeah, there's definitely lessons to take from people like Malcolm X, and definitely from Martin Luther King, because in some places it's about education, and other places it's about defending yourself. You know, like I've definitely been in scenarios where somebody has like said some really derogatory things to me because of a thobe that I'm wearing. You know what I mean? And <laughs> I've been in scenarios where people have reacted differently. I've reacted sometimes softly. There's been other times where I bucked that guys, you know? That's just that just is what it is. And I think that this scenario calls for different things. Nonetheless though, I think it's I think their both their lives are very interesting personally. But yeah. Uh, so yeah we're gonna segue to the last um portion of the question and it was like uh if races and i guess religions uh saw each other for the first I, I would say for the first time or encountered each other for the first time without any biases how would they react? Um, uh, Ba'ala has an <laughs> interesting story to share, uh, so I'll let him uh, share it. Uh, I actually went to a town in Norway where they'd never seen black people before. For real, I was the only black guy in there. Everybody just moved towards me like fucking white walkers. <laughs> uh, I felt like crazy. the night watch. And then, like the first conversation a guy had with me, like he, he just mentioned a rapper. He just said the rapper. And I thought like he was gonna continue. He just said, I like that rapper. It's like somebody comes up to you like, I, I like Travis Scott. Like, dude, I don't know Travis Scott. Like, that's not how you start a conversation. But yeah, he had he had an agenda, because the agenda was like, dude, can you rap? That's the only time in my life I wish I could rap. Like, I, I wanted to party somebody that day. Like, I want to drop some bars. But then I realized that they they only seen like black people on TV. They only seen like they only seen athletes, art or artists, and stuff like that. And they all they they either think basically uh, criminal or you're. You're good at something. There's nothing in the middle. Like nobody thought like I was a nerd or something like that. That there's a higher probability that I'm a nerd actually. But they either thought like I sold drugs, 
But because like the because of the clothes I wore, they no, no nobody thought like I, I worked or something like that. But they, they thought I either sold drugs or I could rap or like uh, yeah. And the the only thing they talked about like black people shooting black people. This uh, it's like the same thing. Like I, I I met I met I met a person like a while ago, and they asked me like, what do you think about Black Lives Matter? Dude, I live in Sweden. No cops shoot people in Sweden for real. Uh, so like it kind of kind of kind of becomes an awkward question because like people get uncomfortable around you so they they automatically think about the first thing that associate black people with for real like, the first thing that associate black people with is basically black culture for real because I'm 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 not from America I'm from Africa so like everything American like I can relate to it by like by TV and like music and everything else but basically I'm I'm the same way they're related to it kind of no, 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 it's not the same thing. So, like, everybody just assumes I like hip-hop, for real. I might like Mario Carey, who, who knows, for real. Like, I might <laughs> like, like Adele. Nobody, tell, nobody talks to Adele about who me. So, like, you realize that because, like, we, we're in Sweden, so you, you, every workplace I go to, basically, like, I'm the only black guy, for real. Like, like if, if there's another black guy there, like we see each other, like we, we make that telepathy, like we, we have eye contact <laughs> immediately, for real. That, that's my homie, like I call him my cousin. I don't care, from Uganda, whatever he's from, Zimbabwe, that's my cousin, for real. <laughs> well, what, why, why, like, uh, why, why is it like that? Like why, is, why are there no black people there? Or are they all like condensed in uh, like one area? It's basically it's it's it's, it's like uh, it's it's like uh, America because there's black people in New York and LA and like basically nothing in between. Like I don't see like like there's not a lot a lot of a lot of rappers coming out of Utah, right? So like, <laughs> no, <laughs> for real, yeah. so like uh, black people in um, in Sweden especially they basically live in uh, Gothenburg or Stockholm. So there's nothing in between. So when we take like road trips and like you stop by in a town and they see a black person, like they actually, they actually just itching to talk to you. Like for real, it's like, it's really uncomfortable. And they're like, like you can stand in line and like, like they're, they're not even paying for their food. They're looking at me for real. So like it can get really uncomfortable. It's like it, 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 when I started school in Sweden, like I was the only black kid in the whole school. That's like, crazy, yeah, oh my would, goodness. It, that yeah. is a nightmare. Like, like, like a single a raisin in rice, basically. That's what I was. That, that's so weird, but yeah? I wonder if, if, if white people would get the same treatment if they came into like a all, Oh, black situation like that. I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't think they'd get the same uh, treatment stuff. Um, they'd be shook. They they'd be shook because of what they see on the news and what they see in pop culture, what they see in Bro, social media. They'll the be like only black person in your whole school, like one for one in your entire and yeah. this is a school how many like what's the population what's, this one? what's the population how many uh, nine grades so think of it think oh of it like this goodness. so every nah. every class oh, no, has I'm about like 20 that. 30 students so uh, uh i'm terrible yeah, at math nah, who, who, nah, who can count the, that who can the, count that the, okay so get the picture. that's crazy several so, thousand yeah so the only black wow. kid yeah to go back to the when we talk about the reverse roles mm. i feel like the white person because of the whole privilege thing is going to have opposite view and it's going to be completely different 
I feel like their experience is going to be not uncomfortable. It's going to be a, com- a completely different thing. They'll be the only white kid, but I don't know. Me personally, my what I think how it go. For example, let's say we're all together and we grew up with one one black guy, or like one black guy was in our class. I mean, one, one white guy was in our class. I think more times we're accepting them and we're teaching them about how we are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Saying, yeah. And then all of a sudden, I that agree. person's view changes on black per- black yeah, people. There'll be one of us and we won't look at them like they're different. Isn't you know that what, I mean? what Timbaland t- did to Justin Timberlake, right? basically? Right? You know what I mean? So I'm saying like, whenever there, whenever it's like the one white odd guy out, what does he, be- what does he become? He becomes a white guy who's like, you know, he gets the pass. Like, he gets invited to the barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> he, he becomes an ally because that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. When it comes like, you know, that's how yeah. black people are. Like, you know, that's how they treat black people outside. Black people to like oh. teach those people. Exactly. And, and they accept them. And, exactly. You know, yeah, they have a more, they have a more like uh, easy way of, yeah. you know, but if it's the opposite, it's not yeah. like that. It's more yeah. like, yo. I agree, definitely. Because there's already a privileged thing there. Like, yo, I'm yeah. better than this person, right? Yeah. For us, it's different. We have the idea that this, like you know, some people have the idea that the white person is the better, privilege you know? that exists with Americans, exactly. that white people that don't exist with and blacks, it's, and it's not even in America. Kind of separates it's, it's in, t- in the entire world. Yeah, that yeah. white person is getting bring in like, oh, this is a white guy. Let's, you know, let's bring him in and let's teach him how we are. Because mm. one more thing, I think whenever we see a white person, especially when it's a white person, especially like a good white person, we try to make sure they they know like, okay, we're not like our stereotypes. We try to push that like. Like we're not force, force our, like not even for like they'll realize yo you guys are not like the stereotypes mm-hmm. when you know you know what I mean I mean you know, kind of push you know it. what it is I think the it, it, it's just because that white people have like a strong they know exactly where their family like started and mm-hmm. and is all the, all the way now where as opposed to black especially in the America they have no idea where they're originated Origin. from or, mm-hmm. or any of that so it's like kind of having that strong sense of slap pride like your my family did this 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 all the way there we're helping our our folks from 13 whatever to now you know what i mean and the thing they actually get to avoid is to have a dual uh, personality because like i can't talk the way i talk when i'm in interviews then I gotta put on like a shirt. I can't wear a hoodie when I'm going to no, you. And when I'm having a meeting, like I gotta, I, 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 I gotta think like, I gotta have a white boy mentality for real. Like, yo, so. yo, Kobe, you said something kind of interesting. You said um, sometimes white people try to overcompensate, you know, and try to act like, you know, fight against those stereotypes. Do you think it's good for people to feel like that? Like, do you think that it's healthy for change and for people to become better? You know, and maybe trying to uproot some of those ideas and mentalities. Do you think it's good for like a white person who ancestors probably were racist, but they are trying to fight that same retort, although they were never racist themselves, but they still continuously always try to prove themselves? Is that like no, no, no? What I was saying, what I was saying actually was um, when a white person, the opposite, like when a white person is there, a black person will make sure, like, like you know, this is. Not all of us are gangsters. Not all of us could super run fast. Not all of us can like, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but to, just to answer your question, like, I don't think they should, I, they, don't, they don't need to. The reason why, well, the reason why I say they don't have to fight the stereotype, because if, if they actually are not a racist, if they're actually a good person, they don't have to push anything. They don't have to force it. You just see it. Have right? you ever met like a white person who, like, you weren't really like, you didn't know them, know them, but they were like kind of tippy-toeing around they, they were kind of like being sensitive with you. Have you ever been they, with a white person like you that? Know, you know what they're, they're trying to do? They're trying to, they're trying to just have that like uh, 
that <laughs> that's like three times your phone broke yeah. i'm like you know third time's a trial is that phone cracked but <laughs> well, well, yeah it's the kind of like uh asking asking the uh, tippy toeing around or beating around the bush yeah, yeah. until they say okay hey i'm not a gangster or a thing and then they go okay this guy's cool i can be myself <laughs> now yeah right but i like the whole process what's your what's your take on that what's my take on yeah, that? how do you feel about somebody acting like that around you it's kind of annoying to be honest because it's right? like it's like i'm gonna be on alert at all times until i know that this person is even like five percent the same as me or like uh or we or like he's not a threat to me then i'll be okay but the initial time i see him this guy's a threat that that's that's how i feel but the thing the thing about the whole that, that whole thing is just they're just a product of their uh like I mean, that's just a product of a stereotype mm-hmm. it's because of stereotypes they, they act like that it's and true. just to go back to what we were talking to before about um the white people knowing that we're their family as long as like it doesn't matter forever a white person will never feel like an outsider because they're not an outsider that's actually where they're their entire especially in europe like their their existence like do you, their everything was do you, there do right? you think that white people are justified in, in like going about that whole process with you that little two minute instance where they're trying to feel you out do you feel like they are justified do you feel like there's something happening in society wait, wait. for them to make them feel like they have to say act like that around you Hell no, they're not justified. What the hell? That's some disrespect right there. All right, but wait, you gotta you gotta think about I it from a different. Say otherwise, wait, to be honest with you. That's a, that's a lack of, of critical thinking and respect right there. Like you should give the person the benefit of the doubt until they they you know show signs that you know what I mean they do things in that way that you're thinking that you already see from. Whatever. All right, so let me, let me let me let me please different. let me play devil's advocate. Hold up. This person only chills with white people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, they see social media. They see uh, black people getting gunned down by cops. They see uh, black and just black people getting the butt end of the stick on so many different things. Social media. They don't talk to black people at all. They come across you. You know. It's not justified, but it makes sense. That's what, but that to them. To you, it obviously, does not make sense. But obviously to them. No, but no, but like, we're, they're talking. I'm just saying. Are, do you think that with what they've been exposed to, are they justified to feel the way that they do? But I understand they feel the way you do. But yeah. I don't owe them to conform to their the, the picture. I mean, like, I mean yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't they're just justif- they're justified, but then it becomes wrong once you pass that station. It's, it's t- it keeps going. You know what I mean? Okay, that's what I'm trying that's to That's when it to. becomes wrong. But initially, so, thank you, thank you. Like, we're getting there. That's yeah, why but like I'm, initial, I'm... But initially, like, you can't okay, blame you, anybody for anything. I like that, though. Okay, I'm just trying to... I'm, I'm trying to get to a specific place with this whole conversation. There's okay. a point to all of this, right? right, right. I think that, like, the problem that, like, I think a lot of people have is they don't think things can actually change. Do you see what I'm saying? They don't think people could change. Do you see what I'm saying? So, yep. you, you see what I'm... Yeah, yeah, do you see where I'm trying to go at? So if you continuously keep thinking that this person's in a box and that this person is what you think they are, then they can never be otherwise until they prove to you. But what if they actually change without you really ha- them having to justify themselves to you? Then if you actually gave people the, 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 like, the, the ability to be who they are, then you wouldn't go through that whole process to begin with. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you, you get it, right? And that, that's never going to stop until people start doing it. But that's the thing. This isn't, this isn't something white people are only guilty of. That's true. Bro, black people do it too. 100%. Black people will be around white people and they'll be like, 
Yo, bro, this guy's not understand me, bro. Bro, I did it a few times. I, I'm not gonna, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I've done, I was in a program with a whole bunch of white people my whole life, bro. For like four or five years. Not my whole life, but four or five years, a long time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> small correction, you get me. But no, but for real, though, like, they, they do that, though. And I used to do that, too. And I think that part of my, it, it's a mistake, bro. It hinders communication. It hinders the ability to understand people. And the whole point of it is, like, bro, like, even in the Quran, it mentions that, like, we were created into nations and tribes so that we may know one another. Not so that we might tippy-toe around each other and like, nah, bro, there's probably some stuff that you guys do that I could benefit from. And there's probably things that I do that you could benefit from. And you know what's, what's so sad about that whole process about like knowing each other? White people have known black people for a long time, but they didn't want to know them for the right reasons. Instead, they took, they took things from black people and they ended up making it their own, you know, or they put a little twist to it and they put their name to it. But that's not the right way of, of, of going about and disseminating of ideas, you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's going about actually getting to know people and humanizing them, right? You can't just like take their culture away like it's nothing. Exactly, but at the yeah. same, but that's, that's their crime, right? But at the same time, like, yo, as black people, we can't, just because somebody did something to you, it doesn't mean that like now all of a sudden every single person is like that. Like there's, there's, there has to be a level in between. And I'm not going to lie to you, this is going to be a, if anybody listens to this podcast, I know for a fact there's going to be a lot of different things being said about it. I would love to hear everything. But I will just say that, yo, you have to come to a space where you, you people can change, you know? Like literally, you can't keep continuously playing, being a victim. You can't continuously keep um, pointing fingers like as if this person's all the same. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, just it, to, yeah, change. facts. That's yeah, facts because... I feel like, especially in the black community, I don't know, yeah, in the black community, definitely, the playing the victim card, like, it's, it, I, I think it's too late for that right now. Bro, even amongst East Africans, bro. But like, I'm just saying, like, the, 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 playing, the like, playing the victim cards have been going on for wait, so how long? Yeah. You know what the, I mean? But in, uh, in, that, in their defense, there's a lot of systemic things that um, are, are stopping, like, Natural progression. Just as an example, but are you gonna change that by by continuing? No, I'm not. Them? I'm not saying that. But I'm saying, just as an example, uh, the that whole th- like the whole quote quote unquote uh, weed thing. Like uh, black people are the most oh, uh, yeah. consuming in in marijuana, but the earliest adopters in the business side are making the most money out of it are autom- are, are already white people because they're buying yeah, into it. Exactly you know that. what I mean? And that's not because of anything. It's just that we're we're not able to to to, to navigate those spaces because we don't have the chance to. Bro, I was talking to an HR lady and she told me that um, every single person, majority of the people that they hire, doesn't matter where they're from, either their 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 parent, their uh, their family member or their their like somebody close to them works in the company and that's how that's how the people get jobs. But the thing is, the I, I, when I was trying to get at is the victim. Yes, black people are victims. That's that's just facts of society, right? Yeah. But saying there's too much of of saying I'm a victim and there's less of actually trying to change the narrative. And there's less of people actually putting effort. It's just like yo, I'm black. I don't have a chance. Forget it. That forget it is the problem. But, but that's what I'm trying to say. But that's yeah. that's them saying, "Yo, I'm a victim of the society. Society doesn't work for me, so I'm not gonna try." The, for, the forget it part is the problem. But the, kind but, of understanding, understand what I'm saying? Pers- persevering is. But that see, there's not enough persevering. There's more of saying, giving up. Like, oh, I'm a victim of society. I can't make it. That's it. 
I think there's a balance in between all. Like, I think there's a place to educate people. Definitely, I don't think history history is not meant to forget about it. No, it's about it's meant to learn from your mistakes. So no, I, like with what I was saying, actually, thanks for bringing this up. I just want to clarify. I'm not saying that we shouldn't discuss like the struggles that people have gone through. No, man, that should be documented. Exactly, yeah. It should be something that people know about. But at the same time, I'm talking about on a social level, on a social interaction level, like. You can't be in a space where people are always like their 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 bum cheeks are clenched every second of the day. Like you, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, it's the best thing I've ever heard in my head, bro. Pause. No, man. You know what I mean, though. Like you're walking with like a, a, a you know what I'm saying with a stick. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. No, you're thinking of laughing, but it's hilarious. Like card. Oh my goodness. All right, yo. So this whole thing, everything I just saw on. Like it's just gone, right? No, no, no but you. No, I, mean, no, you guys I understand gonna, what you mean. You Everyone's, get what I mean, though. Like, no, you shouldn't. You shouldn't have to be sitting in a room with white people, and white people have to tiptoe around us. And similarly, white people shouldn't be around to, us yeah, and yeah. trying to tiptoe as well. Like, uh, yes, if you're ignorant, don't speak until you know. Of course, like we're not. No, yeah, we're yeah. not inviting them say. to there's, speak. There's, you know some what I mean? people that are in not willing to hear because they're 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 like I have the book on. I have the book on Muslims, I have the book on black people, and I, I know what they're about, and yeah. I don't want to hear anything, anything else. There's a lot of those people, <laughs> and probably Trump supporters, but there's, and there's a lot of people that are willing to, to, under, to hear and understand, but yeah. you don't know which one's which. That's what I'm saying, like, it, it's, on a, it's on a person by person basis, yeah. right? It's like getting to know people, right? But I think like at the end, like the, 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 the key thing in all of this is just change, you know? People can change, people are different. And you can't keep holding everybody to the same standard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I knew I did this. Like I, I was don't. I thought about this for a long time. I was guilty of it for sure. Just to be like, yo, these people don't understand me, bro. Like I'm not. Well, yeah, you kind of have to give them a chance. You you that. actually have to give people a chance to explain who they are for who they are. You know. Anyways, yeah. That's uh, I guess we'll, uh, I on that. I'm sorry for that, <laughs> that comment. Yo, anybody who listens to this is gonna be like, okay, this conversation is going left. Yeah. You know. Uh, but yeah, I guess we're gonna end here. Thank you for. Uh, for coming on Sweden in the house Stockholm for being invited because I, I I never thought I would be invited to a podcast for real hey, yeah, you got an American accent bro I don't know if you're just putting yeah. it on no yeah. but I, I just copied what I saw on TV Fresh Prince and Bel Air that's where my accent came from <laughs> yeah. mostly Carlton I'm trying to sound like Carlton yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, thanks for it, and uh, hopefully you enjoyed your time in Toronto. Oh, thank you. Thank uh, you guys. Uh, by, the, by the time we're here next week, you're not going to be here. So uh, uh, in, enjoy your trip. Inshallah. And safe travels. Um, and yeah, see you guys next week. Bye, 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 bye.